Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. We're back with Jerry Hawkins, and thank you, Jerry, for being a guest on Freedom Forum Radio. The the question then is, you seem to have been legally stymied at every turn. Uh, And that, of course, goes against all of the elements of due process. I mean, you look at the the Fourth Amendment, individual individual privacy, protection against unreasonable search and seizures, requirements of probable cause supported by warrant, the Fifth Amendment, indictment by grand jury, protection against self-incrimination, due process to take life, liberty, or property, and the Sixth Amendment, speedy public trial, informed of the accusations against witnesses and assistance of counsel. So I look at those three amendments in the Bill of Rights. To me, they've violated every single one of them in your case. They're, they're not even close. They're not even within a thousand miles of being in compliance with any of those things. And here, your, what should be your help in all of this, the federal judiciary, is, uh, is obviously not willing to help you. It's, it's a kind way of saying what I really think is going on. You know, So my comment on all of that is when our government and judicial system is allowed to unilaterally suspend due process requirements in the Bill of Rights to achieve a political agenda, we are no longer a nation of laws. We are, in fact, no better than the dictatorships, past and present, whose violation of human rights we now condemn. And that's where I think you stand right now. You stand in that, that, that sort of limbo where they've done everything wrong. Uh, they have been completely disobedient of your constitutional rights. They have trashed them and, and said they are of no value and then left you no recourse. Well, uh, sooner or later, this has to go to court. They can't keep the state forever. Um, and, and that's why my wife and I have resolved that we're going to stay the course and we understand the potential cost, but we're not going to let them back us down. They do that to everybody. They intimidate them. They back them down. They bankrupt them till they have no choice but to give in. When they give in, these cases never go to court. So it doesn't matter how many rights they violated if it never goes to court. 
Right now, they're just trying to keep this out of court. And I'm glad you um, brought up those amendments, but you did not bring up the Second Amendment because this is not about the Second Amendment at all. Right now, had I been manufacturing firearms, we could argue Second Amendment. This has nothing to do with Second Amendment. This is about can they on a simple accusation that does not have to be proven true, take whatever they want and then deny you a chance for due process to ever prove your innocence. And that's where we're at, because if they can do this to us, nobody is safe. If you say something they don't like, if you have something they want, they can just accuse you of anything and take everything. And the more I started researching this after it happened. I knew things were bad. We all know things are bad. I did not realize it was this bad. Based on some of the reading I've done, in the last 10 years, the Department of Justice has taken in over $16 billion through civil asset forfeiture on the American people. And I think only 13% of them ever get charged with a crime. Now, this money is off the budget. To my understanding is there's no accountability. They can use it for office parties. They can use it to buy barbecue grills. They can they can do whatever they want with it. Yet they accuse me of money laundering. So th- there's a lot of questions. Th- this is about can they violate somebody's rights just because they feel like it? Can they make up the law? Now, we had a recent Supreme Court decision that says they cannot but that hadn't stopped them from doing it. These cases, because they're hopeful, in my opinion, they don't never go to court. If it goes to court, all this gets exposed. All of their actions come under light so the American people can see and scrutinize, do these actions have our consent? And they do not. So right now, I believe they're just doing everything they can to keep it out of court. Um, so we're trying to hang on best we can. We're trying to maintain a lawyer. Uh, which we're about done with. We've spent tens of thousands of dollars on a lawyer on credit cards because um, they wiped out our sources of income too. They're essentially trying to bankrupt us so we do not have the means to fight back. That That's why they don't go after Walmart or Amazon who sell things that are closer to silencers than I do. And they even sell books to teach you how to convert it because they have the resources to fight back. They won't someone who is defenseless. And if you're not defenseless, they're going to try and make you defenseless, which is what they're trying to do to us. This investigation theoretically has been going on for two and a half years. They raided our home over a year and a half ago. Now, everything I did was online. It was all public, fully described. I did no face-to-face transactions. I didn't go to gun shows. I didn't sell them out of the back of a van at a 7-Eleven parking lot. Everything was out in the open. No, no secrets. Um, so what's taken two and a half years to investigate? They swore in a court document in December of last year that it was in front of a grand jury for investigation. Now, questions I have, did the grand jury tell them they couldn't get an indictment? Is it literally taking a grand jury over a year to investigate whether this thing they can hold in their hand reduces the sound of a gun or not? Or was it ever even in front of a grand jury? Again, if it never goes to court, it doesn't matter what they say, right? And that's why our case has to go to court. They have gotten too comfortable with people backing down, giving in to fear, 
and taking whatever they can get. And that way, everything they've done, because there are several laws that I can see in the documents they've broken. Um, there are several lies they've already told in their court documents, which is perjury, if you and I do it. So in my opinion, they're scared to go to court. Now, that they've threatened a couple of times to indict me, which if they indict me, then I get to go to court. You know, after we created our website, which was kind of a slap in the face to them, they called and, and basically made a veiled threat to indict us again. So where we stand right now is we're just struggling. We're hoping people can help us. Um, we're trying to reach out to as many people as possible because if the news media covered the violations of our rights by the government, as much as they cover random shootings in downtown, people would understand the gravity of what's going on. Almost everybody knows somebody that this has happened to in one way, shape or form. And these actions have to be challenged. Civil asset forfeiture has to be challenged. And, you know, you were talking about the, uh, the Constitution, a good quote out of the Declaration of Independence, when it gets into the grievances of the king as the reasons why we're separating, it says he has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out our substance. And that is exactly what we're We're back with Jerry Hawkins, and thank you, Jerry, for being a guest on Freedom Forum Radio. First of all, your website, and that is, I believe, the denialofjustice.org. Is that correct? Yes, sir. I want everyone to hear that very carefully. The denialofjustice.org. I suggest that everyone go there. You'll have the story there. You'll have other important facts there. And definitely, we need to help Jerry and Kathy out. We need to help them out because he's absolutely right. What they try to do is to get you to confess. They want to get you to confess to anything so they do not have to go to trial. Sunshine is what makes us aware of what happens as long as what they do is in the darkness of night and in behind closed doors we don't really know what's going on if most of us knew we'd be abhorred by it in addition the most important one of the most important things you said jerry is that people just don't realize that this could happen to any of us at any time. If you put a target on your back for some reason, some incidental thing you may do that you think is perfectly innocuous, you may well end up the subject of bureaucratic anger, a target of the bureaucracy. And now that they are armed and trained with military-type training and military weapons. That means it's not just giving you a letter saying, please stop what you're doing. They come to your house and they try to destroy you because that's what they do. Um, the denialofjustice.org. The denialofjustice.org. So what else you have to tell us, Jerry, that we can, can use? 
Well, that's really about it. And again, so many people in this country, and myself included, I, I didn't realize how bad it was. You know, everybody can sense something's wrong, but you don't realize the depths that they can go to. And I know you talk a lot about the way the judicial system has been twisted. It's the same thing. They redefine the language in order to circumvent the Constitution. Just like a jury of your peers. You know, the definition of what a peer was back when the Constitution was ratified is a whole lot different than the definition they use today. They use a definition today that lets them manipulate juries. The definition of due process. All of this stuff, they manipulate the language in their favor. And of course, they have willing accomplices throughout the whole process. Um, and, and it has to be challenged. Our country is facing a crossroads. And either it changes or people can see the handwriting on the wall of what's coming next. Right now, our avenue to change this is through the judicial system. And it may be twisted and there may be a lot of mistakes, but that is the only avenue we have at this moment. And the recent Supreme Court rulings go a very, very long way to reestablishing our rights but it's going to take years of challenges. And if they can keep people from challenging them in court, they can continue to do whatever they want to do. And you know, every agency can take this, whether it be the FDA, the EPA, whoever, because they can take that money. If they want to throw an office party, just go find somebody to accuse and take their money. That's literally the point we're at with this. And they'll never go to court, so don't worry about what you say. So we, we are at a big crossroads and our goal coming through all of this, of, of course, my whole hope was just to be left alone, stay on my farm, you know, not get involved in anything. And the Lord saw fit to bring this to me um, for whatever reason. He decided instead of me sitting on the sidelines, complaining, asking why won't somebody do something? He brought the fight to me and said, here you go, cupcake. Now you're in it. And that's where we're at. Our goal is to take the denial of justice organization after we resolve all of our issues. We want to turn it into a nonprofit organization that helps people just like us. Completely nonprofit. Somebody gets put in this position where the federal government is trying to bankrupt them. We come in and help them. We help them stay in their home. We help them with legal expenses. We will have lawyers. We're hoping to create a huge organization that is actually there to help people who have been victimized by the federal government. You know, there are some organizations out there that do some pro bono legal work, if you can get a hold of them and things like that, but nobody actually helps the people. If we can help the people, then they can stand strong and stay the course and not lose everything in their life. You know, if you're faced with either agreeing to jaywalking or losing everything you've worked for your whole life, it's hard to stay the course. It's hard to stand firm. But luckily, I have my faith in, in the Lord, and I have my strong, beautiful wife, and they're helping me stay the course. All this happened on my watch. I'm 56 years old. I stood around and did nothing while incrementally they took bites out. They took bites out. They took bites out. So something has to be done. And what's the old saying? If not me, then who? If not now, then when? And that's kind of where we're at. 
Well, Jerry, I think your story is something that everyone needs to listen to. I think the part that that brings me most hope is your faith, because the faith may not cure the problem, but it cures and heals you. Uh, if you are healed by faith, then you can tolerate anything because you have the armor of the Lord wrapped around you. That to me is extremely important. Um, do you have a final word you want to say? Uh, only that people need to start realizing that they're setting this, and, and it is a tyranny, they're setting this tyranny up to completely subjugate the American people. They, they're laying things out so we don't own the government, the government owns us. And they do not have the consent. The government is required in the U.S. Constitution, first and foremost, to secure the rights of the citizens. And they are far removed from that. Everybody needs to get involved in this in one way, shape, or form. Um, don't just sit on the sidelines hoping somebody's going to take care of this. Somebody's not coming to take care of it. We have to. And we have to support each other. Um, you know, Even if it's not us, there are plenty of people going through other things. Support them. The ones who are actually the tip of the spear that are fighting, that are challenging these things, support them. Pray for them. Talk. Share everything. Let's keep waking people up so they realize the depth of the situation we're in. No one is safe anymore. And you can go back and do parallels to the 1930s Germany, and you can see the pattern. We're right there. You know, and whether we have men like Bonhoeffer coming out and all these remain to be seen, but there are people right now fighting and you cannot fight alone. Like they always say, justice depends on how much money you have. The federal government is using the taxes they collect, you know, 50, 60, 70 percent of everybody's income to do things like this and leaving people bankrupt. So you don't have enough money to hire a lawyer. Um, it, it's it's repugnant to the Constitution, and it has to be challenged. So I encourage everyone, get involved. Get involved in your counties. Have the counties refuse to let the federal authorities operate. Uh, get involved in people that are fighting back. Pray and help. Those are well said, and I appreciate that. And, th and that's one of the problems is, and you notice that I did open with a, with a uh, small story about the 1930s Germany, because that is a very excellent example of what's going on in this country. And it was people like Bonhoeffer who had the nerve to stand up against an overwhelming force. He paid for it dearly, but nevertheless, he is now known for his resistance. It's essential that we resist tyranny, each of us by ourselves, through our faith in God, and together with others who share our faith and who share our love for this great country, America, that is the greatest country on earth. And I'll leave you with two thoughts. Remember I said the, what uh, the second in command of the, of the Gestapo said about firearms in the hands of Jews. Well, I made a little parallel to that. As a rule, we have to assume that firearms in the hands of militarized bureaucrats wearing body, arm, body armor with military weapons represent a considerable degree of serious danger for the American people. And one final thought, and this is most important. And it's a warning not to shut your mind. And that is the Holocaust happened to people 
just like each of us, people who just couldn't bring themselves to believe that their so-called civilized government would be capable of perpetrating war crimes and genocide against its own citizens. We have to believe it's happening because you and I, Jerry Hawkins, we know that it is. God bless you, Jerry Hawkins, and thank you for being a guest on Freedom Forum Radio. And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The rights to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom. Everything gonna be all.